You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Well, I gave him a big introduction before. Yes. I don't know if I've got the energy do to again. do it again. Do it I just again. basically said he's a damn good bloke and yeah. a very good bowler. Wes Agar joins us now. Hello, Wes. G'day, guys. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Pleasure. Well, <laughs> it didn't pan out as we were all hoping, but you got yourself in a reasonable position at a few stages of the Shield game against Victoria. Yeah, it was a frustrating game, I guess. Um, we, yeah, we, we bowled really well on, the, on that first day, but mm. just unfortunately couldn't back it up with the bat. And then... Yeah, I guess the tale of the game was was when you when you have a player go on and make a, a, two big mm. scores in two innings like Matt Short did and take the game away from you. Um, yeah, I guess we just we didn't take our chances when they arose and it it, it cost us. Just uh, on Matt Short, should he be playing at international level? In short, yeah, I think he, I think he's he's good enough too now. He's he's performed mm. consistently for. Um, for a, a number of years, um, especially in the white ball format, and I think that's where where he will get his his chance eventually. One day, um, one day or T twenty. One day or T twenty. I think T twenty is yeah. where he's he's starred um, in the last couple of years, and and now he's he's building that into his other forms of his game. But like uh, yeah, like I was going to say, I think it's a matter of of when rather than if now. Yeah, as a bowler, and we touched on this when we spoke to you two weeks ago. Can you really sense when a batsman is in the zone? I guess you can sense when they're um, when they're when they're full of confidence. I guess they're they're coming out and the, the way they play their strokes is not timid. Um, it's with confidence and it's with a hundred percent commitment. I, I guess we could you could tell that when when I was bowling a mat um, during the week, anything that you missed slightly off, um, he pounced on and and he punished. And I think that's a sign of a player a in form and a player um, who really knows his game. Whereas I'd imagine as a bowler, you were always keen to have a look at the deck before the toss. When you saw that one at the Junction Oval that had bits of green and bits of brown, what were you thinking? Yeah, I'm not really the, the best reader of a, um, a pitch of the best of times. Um, and I, <laughs> I asked a few people um, what they thought. And I, I remember it was um, me and Jake Carter were standing at the wicket and we asked, I think Lloyd Pope was there and I said, what do you reckon? And he turned around to me, he goes, oh, mate, it's going to turn heaps. <laughs> and then I walked further down the wicket and I looked at um, Butsy, our bowling coach. I said, what do you think, mate? He goes, oh, I reckon it's going to hold some moisture and, and seam around a bit um, and, and, and hold. And then I walked down the other end and our Captain Henry Hunt was there and I said, what do you think? And he goes, oh, I reckon it's flat, mate. <laughs> so I think as cricketers, we, we don't usually have any idea. Uh, and I think that summed up um, my thoughts on the wicket too. Surely it someone just... It could have seemed and it could have been flat. Surely <laughs> someone just gets the car key out and just pushes it in like Tony Gregg did. Yeah, I think so. We needed something like that. Oh, that, that is staggering. So would you say that there's some teammates of yours or players <laughs> around the nation that genuinely can read a pitch or is it a bit hit and miss? Because it's a f fairly significant tool to have. Yeah, I think I think... 
unless there's a drastic sign of it or the the pitch is traditionally um, a certain way and has been for a while, it's pretty hard to read um, in terms like most cricket wickets, they usually offer a little bit in in your day one and two and and flatten out traditionally. And it's just how much they offer um, in those first couple of days is is warp when people can read it well. Um, And then if if they can see it's going to crumble or or turn a lot, which is is rare in, in Australian wickets. Hey, we're live and interactive. People are sending in texts as we talk. Zero four two seven one five four one double six. One of our regulars is Mario from Maslin's Beach. He'd be down there in the nude at the moment. Uh, take this in the spirit it's meant. He says, Wes Agar is too nice to be a fast bowler. He needs to become Agar the Horrible. That's a play on words of Hagar, the <laughs> yes, poet. Yeah. Yes. Hey, talk about someone making the most of their opportunities. Ben Menenti, since coming here, yes. he's been a revelation. Oh, he's a, he's a um, he's an awesome player for our side. Um, I find myself drawn to him a, a lot in the change rooms, um, talking about the game, like what you said, talking about having a harder edge on the mm. field. Um, he exploits the characteristics of, of a person who uh, I don't know the word to say, it, but they're, they're dogged on the field. They never give up. They work hard, um, and I guess that's a sign of someone who who hasn't really been gifted chances um, mm. throughout his mm. career. And he had, he's had to work for them um, and he's had to develop his game. And now he's been given that chance. I think he really has an appreciation for it and he's not going to let anyone else take it. Um, but he's been awesome for our side. Um, and he, he's very good around our group in terms of communication, understanding the game and, and talking smart about the game. Does his batting, which is impatient so to speak he just goes for it does that reflect his personality or not yeah a little bit a little bit um i guess ben ben knows his game now quite well um and he knows he he, he plays his strokes um a lot and i guess if you got a player like that you don't really want to rein them in you don't want to pull them in and have them scratch around and and nick off on on five off 40 balls when he could be a runner ball 40, I guess. Um, you want to let those players go. And the way he's played this year, it, it hasn't really been that we, we need to go, oh, something needs to change. So um, in terms of reflecting his personality, he's, yeah, he's, he's a funny man. We sometimes call him a grumpy man, a grumpy <laughs> old man. But uh, no, I think it is a little bit, but I think it's just a reflection of, of someone who's sound and, and knowing their game. Well, we call you the big unit. Um, you've got Queensland on Thursday, March the 2nd for your next Shield game. Uh, what do you have to do to turn things around? What's the mindset going into that one? Yeah, we've got a good mindset. We've, we've, we beat um, the top of the table WA, and before Christmas we beat a near full-strength Tasmanian side. Um, and, they're, and they're two great teams and have been good teams for a number of years now. And we know that we play good cricket against them. Um, we, we play good cricket this week at times. Um, we just missed our chances, like I said, in, at moments of the game that ended up costing us. So it's not panic stations. Um, we understand we're playing good cricket. We've had players performing well. And going up to the Gabba now to play against Queensland, we just need to, we need to stay calm, um, like our captains reiterated, and stick to what our blueprint is. And hopefully it's going to come off. Just a quickie before we let you go. Your brother Ashton was over at India. It's been a disaster, that tour yeah. for Australia. Hasn't been a great one for him. No opportunities there. He's coming back to Australia. What's your take on that? Yeah, Ash, we don't talk too much about cricket, but obviously there's been a lot of, of, of media around what, what's going on with him. I think 
he said it in the media. He's played three games of red ball cricket in in three years, um, and he mm. understands that maybe maybe it's re- it's hard to to bowl every ball perfectly um, like you need to do in Test cricket when you haven't had the bowling in red ball cricket behind you. Um, but I, I'm really proud of the way that he's come out and and spoken honestly in the media, but also spoken so so well for for younger players who might be going through a hard patch to be to be uh, positive about it. Um, and the way he came out and said that that he understands his game's not where he wants it to be, but he's going to work hard and he'll always compete. Um, and I think that's something that I'm really proud of as a brother to, to see my older brother go out in the media front them and, and be honest and raw like that. Um, yeah, there was a lot of really praise for him last night for the way he spoke. That's that's well said, Wes. Yeah, well said. Uh, is there any rivalry or slight jealousy that you got the hair and he didn't? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I, I went over to Perth um, over Christmas time and um, my hair was getting a bit shaggy and long. And I sent him a message as a joke. And I said, mate, you know any good hairdressers around? And oh, I don't think he took yes. that one too well. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, no jealousy. I think, yeah, he's uh, he's going pretty well in life, so I don't think he's worried about his hair. All righty. Well, we wish you all the very best, Wes. We enjoy chatting to you, and uh, we'll do it again when you're ready to take on Queensland. All the best. Thanks so much for